Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. The Spotlight focuses on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. Today's Spotlight interview is with Alicia Helming, executive producer and best-selling author. But first, some news for you. With over 2 million downloads on my weekly talk shows, our audience is loving our guest interviews, and I just want to say thanks a million, or actually, thanks 2 million. And I am now on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. And if you want to get some major shout outs for your business or get interviewed, just go to TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV and check out the links. All right. Today we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Alicia Helming, executive producer and best-selling author. Alicia is the best-selling author of the Proto-Genesis book series, the executive producer of the short film series Footsteps in Athens, the creator-executive producer of the upcoming American TV series Meet Me in Greece, and she's the president of Proto-Genesis Media. And get this, when she's not writing, she's considered a clean energy guru and a majority investor owner in Pristine Sun, a solar independent power producer in the United States. Let's find out more about all of this. Here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, Alicia. Thank you very much, Tony. Alicia, I can't say enough of what an honor it is to meet you. You are so accomplished in such a great amount of fields. I just love it. I can't wait to just jump into all of this. Okay, well, great. I'm excited too. Excelente. Now, the first thing I like to know, Alicia, is how did it all start for you? Oh, my goodness. Well, it started when I was like three years old. Just kidding. <laughs> Back in. <laughs> That's when I moved from Italy to the United States. <laughs> yeah. Um, my current journey um, for Protogenesis Media, which is a, a media company, it, it was built basically around one book. And that book is Protogenesis, uh, which is the best selling novel that's out right now. Um, and it's Protogenesis before the beginning. It's the first book of seven. And it's a, a, a teenage book about an American girl who goes to Greece. She's entangled in a love triangle. Um, she discovers an ancient secret that involves the gods. It sounds very much like some of the other stories that you hear out there. But what makes a difference is this ancient secret is something that hasn't been written about before. So it's something that has to do with technology and science fiction. It's a new twist on the gods. And then the love triangle is actually representative of the uh, crisis that's going on in Greece uh, because one of the boys is really, really rich in Greece and one is really, really poor. So you, she is an American girl who's not Greek, goes there and experiences all of that. And through her innocent eyes, you can also experience it. So that book was the center of Protogenesis Media starting. And really that was the beginning of my kind of second life in a way because I came from the business world before that. That's very interesting, and I've written several books, so I understand a little bit of what that takes. What was the 
impetus? How did, what was the spark that started writing? Why did you write all, why did you write? Well, I've been writing since I was young, um, but mostly in my journal, you know, like most people do. And, um, when uh, my husband and I started the first wind farm camp a company in Kansas, so we were basically uh, clean energy pioneers in the Midwest back before uh, green energy was cool, before Al Gore, all of that back in 1998. Um, so there were a lot of people that didn't really want wind power there. It was a very much coal entrenched um, society back then. And so we had death threats and sabotage and people trying to put us out of business and hunting clubs that had our faces on dartboards. And to cope with that um, as a form of therapy, I enrolled at the UCLA screenwriting extension program. So from Kansas, I was working with a real screenwriter to write my, my screenplay. And it was like my real life story. And uh, so what ended up happening, though, is, is the end wasn't very good yet. We were still struggling when I finished the screenplay. So I wrote the ending that I wanted to happen. And then three years later, after we, uh, we sold the company to an Italian investor, uh, Enel, which is a very big utility there in Europe. And uh, we then started our solar company, Pristine Sun, the one that you just mentioned. And three years later, that company, Tradewind Energy, ended up... Um, creating the ending basically that I had written in my screenplay. And the laws also were changed to exactly what I had written in the screenplay. So the question was, uh, if I write something, does it happen because I wrote it? Or, you know, what's the relationship there with that? Lots of stuff to talk about. Let's take this bit by bit. Now, protogenesis, proto means, you know, first or precursor. Does this book start when the Greek gods come to earth or is this like before man was created? What, what is, what is the beginning of this? Well, so it, this book is set in modern times. <clears throat> so it's set today. And, uh, the teenage girl who, who goes to Greece, she finds a magic doorway. I'm not going to be too specific because people want, should read the book, but that doorway takes her to find out about this secret that takes you back to the beginning of civilization. So before religion, as we know it right now, before the beginning, that's what the title means. That's very, very impressive. And yes, we're going to have to read this and we're going to tell people where to get this book, but you're going to have to listen a little bit more to find out how to get the book. The next thing I want to ask you, and you had just mentioned this, you wrote something in your screenplay that then became true later. Is this a one-off or does this happen or has happened on other things that you've written? Well, so I hadn't, I didn't realize at the time that all this was happening. I, I didn't make that connection that I wrote it and it happened. What happened was, um, so we went through those struggles of the wind farm and uh, we, we had a little bit of success with our solar company and um, around that time, we uh, decided to go and climb Mount Kilimanjaro, <clears throat> my husband and I. And I got almost to the top of the mountain and g ended up uh, getting pulmonary edema, which is altitude sickness. And uh, that's where the blood vessels like explode in your chest. Mm. And <laughs> I know, right? So at that point, I said to my husband, you go ahead. You climb to the top. You're almost there. I'll go down the mountain. And there were no helicopters or anything because it's Africa. So um, as I was being evacuated down the mountain, um, I collapsed and I was I was read my last rites basically there on the side, side of the mountain. 
And um, it was it was almost as if I could make the choice to just go, you know, to die or to to live. And if I lived, I needed to think about what I wanted to do with my life. And it was kind of a turning point for me at that point. And um, so from there, uh, thereafter, I was still involved in the clean energy uh, focus because that's what I had done with my husband for so many years. But really, it was his dream. So now um, I, I got involved with a shaman um, who became a friend of mine. And we, he helped me to see that there was a pattern in my life that I had, when I'd written as a child almost back then, um, I wrote it in my journal and then it would happen for good and for bad. And so then also uh, I did strategic planning for Fortune 500 companies for several years. And strategic plans are a way of writing things. And a lot of those plans, most all of them actually, uh, resulted in, in better stock prices. So all of that is the track record that went into where I am right now. And where I am right now is I thought, well, okay, so all this stuff, whether it's true or not true, I mean, I could be just manifesting this, like, you know, you know about The Secret, the book, The Secret. It's, it's where you think about something, you visualize it, and then do you have the ability to make that happen or not? Like, that's the whole argument with that. Alicia, I think you have a magic pen. That's just all to it. You write something <laughs> and it comes true. Just accept it. You have a gift. It's okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a skeptic because I was a CFO for so many years, chief financial officer. So I have kind of that logical brain. So it's kind of hard for me to accept it sometimes. But yeah, it's um. so what, what happened, though, is, is I decided I was going to write fiction. Because how can fiction happen, right? If you write that, how does that happen? It can't. And uh, that started with my teenage niece. She came to me with an idea for a book. And we started writing the book together. And um, she had to go off on a scholarship because she's a teenager. And so she came on as my young adult editor. And we've been writing together ever since. And it's a great partnership. Um, I definitely know the teen angle of things. But... um, so far, as far as the fiction coming to life, when, when I first, the very first time I went to Greece, it started to happen. I love it. And you know, just between you and me off air, because I know it's going to come true when you go to Greece and find that magic doorway, please give me <laughs> a shout. <laughs> well, it's all in my new TV series. So you'll find out when you watch the TV series. Sounds good. <laughs> you have a very big following, and I'd like to know, what are people reading into it? What are they learning? What are they getting? What can someone expect to learn or get from your book and the book series? Well, from, from this book, um, I think it's a message of transformation, and um, it's about a very strong young woman who, she's uh, maybe a little weaker at the beginning because she's finding herself. But then when she goes through this transformation in her life and she, she starts to un- unravel this mystery as she goes through the book and she discovers this ancient secret and how it affects her, she finds out who she is. And through that transformation, she becomes, at the end, her own kind of hero. And I feel like um, in a lot of ways, my real life story is that way, too. And, and what that made me realize with my niece is my niece in her teens and me in my midlife we're going through a very similar transformation together, change and transformation. So it's really, it's really nice to, to work with that age group. I got you. And 
Do people, does this help people prepare for transformations in their life wherever they are? We all go through transformations, I believe, every couple of years or whatever. Is this something that people are getting from your book? Yeah, I think what it, what it offers is a, a message of hope. And particularly to the people of Greece, because um, in my 20 visits there, I've been there over 20 times in the last two and a half years. And during that time, I've met over 500 people. And maybe 50 have been really instrumental in helping me in some way, like with research or the culture or uh, letting me stay at their place. You know, uh, all kinds of people have been involved in this. And now I even have the consulates um, throughout the United States. Uh, the Secretary General of Media and uh, Television in Greece, and then also the Secretary General of uh, Tourism. They're all, uh, what do they call it, under the auspices is what they call it when they support something. And they have, they've pledged their support and they're, they're um, co-hosting events for me all over the country. Um, the Greeks have really, really embraced this, which uh, makes me feel really good. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, the chat continues with Alicia Helming, executive producer and best-selling author. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDURSO.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. 
And as you heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get on my show, fill out the form at TonyDurso.com slash TonyTV. Also, stick around to the very end for a little bit of Tony's time, where I give a word about your vision. And I mean your future vision. And today's show is with Alicia Helming, executive producer and best-selling author. In 2000, Alicia co-authored a pilot for a TV series, One Degree of Separation. And in 2006, she coordinated the local premiere of the feature-length movie, The Great Warming, starring Alanis Morissette and Keanu Reeves, assisting with the nationwide release of the film. All right, and now back to the chat with Alicia. I've had great experience when I went to Greece many years back on my honeymoon. I have found them, believe it or not, and I don't mean it in a bad way, the most honest people I've ever met in my life. We went on a a one-month trip in Italy and Greece on our honeymoon and just loved it. And when we were in Greece, down from the Parthenon on Placa Square, we ran into a shop with a lot of curios and we decided we were going to fill up our house with all of these busts and lamps and statues. And we just bought a ton of stuff. And the thought never crossed my mind. I paid for it and the guy said he would would ship it. I gave him my address where I was. And I literally thought nothing of it since then. And then we finished our vacation, came back home and within... Two, three weeks, here came this huge shipment of everything. And the reason I bring this up is everything was there. Nothing was broken. 100% of the items were there. And if you look back 2020, you go, you're in a strange country. You know, would you really give a lot of money to someone to ship something and hope that it would come? But this is just how they were. They were very caring that they took care of you and treated you well. It was sort of like, you know, the old school, my word is my bond sort of thing. And it really impressed me on the people. I I know things may have changed today with some of the issues that the country's gone through. I don't know how people are now, but I will always remember that the Greeks are just such good people. So no wonder your book is taking off so well, because you're writing about a great culture and a great people. Yeah, totally. I I mean, there's certainly different aspects to every culture. Um, but yeah, I think as part of their culture, hospitality is huge. So they will always put on that face for you when you're, you know, you're a tourist or you're someone from that isn't Greek, for instance. They treat you like you are a god almost. It's amazing. And uh, I had uh, one, one friend of mine uh, who I made this friend on the very first trip. She took me into her house and lets me stay there. She drives me around. She takes care of me. Uh, I have a lot of friends who do a lot for me there. And it's just, I feel like it's a a true partnership and collaboration. And uh, I can explain more about that because I have uh, partnered with a Greek rock star. And uh, that's been fun, certainly. Going to talk about that in just a moment. Yeah. But one thing on your book, you mentioned a little bit, and I don't know if you if there was anything more on it, but I seem to recall somewhere in reading about you that I think it's in your book that you have a specific message specifically for young women. Am I right? And is this something else or did we already to talk about that? 
Um, I touched upon it, but yeah, I go around to high schools and speak. Um, and almost every time there are young women that are inspired by the book. So outside of the Greek young women, uh, the people in Greece who are um, very happy about and feel the message of hope from this. Um, there's also the, as I mentioned, the, as this girl goes through this transformation, and part of it is she's trying to find her mother as well. She's lost her mother and she's trying to find her. Um, through that, she she becomes a stronger woman. And so there's definitely that message. And then I think the last message is in the real life story of my teenage niece, um, her own journey in helping to write the book, and this is something I talk about in high schools, is that she ended up getting a full-ride scholarship to her university right now, which is an international program. She travels all over the world for her university. And uh, she got that because she interned with me for two years in Greece, two summers, and she wrote a lot of the book with me. So She's part of a best-selling book. So it, it gives a message of if you really go for something that you want, no matter how you go about trying to achieve it, you can. You can do it. That is very inspirational, and I love it. All right. Now for the rock star question. Okay. Now, I understand. Well, he's a platinum recording artist, and I'm going to say his name. Here, here we go. Costas Martakis. Correct. He developed the theme song for Protogenesis, which, by the way, I heard... And if I'm not mistaken, give me one second. Your website is aliciahelming.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-H-E-L-M-I-N-G.com. And if you go there, you can actually hear the song and you can see some footage and videos about the movie and so forth, Protogenesis. Yeah, um, it's actually the music video, and it's a, we also have a website, Forever and Tonight, which is the name of the song, foreverandtonight.com, so you can go there as well. Very, very good. And also yeah. now, and I heard that Protogenesis is going to be featured at the United Nations 2018 World Book Capital Event in Athens? Well, we already had that, so that was May 10th. Um, it was an incredible event that brought uh, people from all over the place, which was great. Um, but yes, uh, UNESCO, which is a division of the United Nations, uh, hosted Athens as the world book capital and Levani's publishing, which is the oldest publisher and largest in Greece, uh, published my book and they printed a lot of copies of the book. And so my book was featured um, in a series of events for the World Book Capital in association with the United Nations. So it was, it was a really fun event, and it really got the attention of the people here in the United States. Like I said, the consulate of uh, San Francisco host, co-hosted an event I had here in San Francisco. And then in Los Angeles, we know the consulate really well there. And in New York now, we're organizing an event with, uh, with the New York uh, Consulate of Greece. So it's uh, we, we definitely have the support of the government and of the people, which is amazing. That's so exciting. You're, you're taking off in leaps and bounds. And you have so many films and videos that I have to get it sorted out. Now, there's one called Footsteps in Athens. Could you tell us about that? Before I do, though, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit more about the rock star. So do you remember how I told you that um, when I write things, they happen? And we were talking about how does fiction happen? Well, um, my niece and I, since we were writing together, we uh, randomly looked up faces on Google. 
And we put those faces and places up on the wall. And it wasn't anybody necessarily that you knew, but it was, it was just a face that represented kind of the character so we could write the same character. So when I first went to Greece, the very first trip, I was driving along um, from the airport to my hotel. And there alongside the road was a poster of a singer. And I kept seeing the face over and over again. And it turned out it was the face of the boy, the leading romantic lead of my book that I'd had on my wall that I'd been writing for six months. I had no idea who he was, didn't know that he was Greek, nothing about him. And here he is at a poster in Greece, in Athens, which is where I wrote this character. So I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So <laughs> this is how it all started. That's phenomenal. I know. But I didn't know his name. It was in Greek. So I didn't know how to find him or anything. So when I got to the hotel, the concierge was pretty helpful. And she started scrolling through faces of singers that she knew. And about the 20th face popped up. There was his face. And she's like, oh, gosh, really, Costa? She's like, oh, well, he, he lives right down the street. He's friends with the owners of the hotel here. She's like, that's crazy. So not only, you know, it's like all these similarities to the character that I wrote. And here he is living right there next to the hotel that I happened to randomly also choose. So um, my, my sister and I were tired, we were jet lagged. We definitely look like American tourists. We went to the beach, we're sitting there, we have our drinks and sun setting. And there's a guy who's like napping alongside us in a lawn, a lawn chair. And he's got this cool tattoo with these birds on it. And I thought, wow, I really like those birds. They make me feel free. I remembered that tattoo. So when I went back to my hotel room that night, I Googled, finally had Costa's information. I Googled him and there he was on the beach, same one as me with that same tattoo. And his timestamp was just an hour before when I had been there. And I was like, oh, my God, I meant to keep writing this book. <laughs> right. I told I you, like you have a magic. You have a magic <laughs> gift there. <laughs> I know. So it was, it was like, I didn't want to meet him at first because I thought, oh, I don't want to meet the real guy and have him ruin the character for me. You know, what if he's like completely different? Was so, Costas everything that you've written about from, if you, <laughs> from what you can tell? Well, um, I didn't really reason? have a chance to meet him at that point. <laughs> no, but, um, and I didn't meet him for two more visits. And it wasn't, so that same concierge is the one that took me into her house that became my friend. And she was checking me out to make sure I was like a real like writer, that I wasn't some stalker, that I wasn't like looking for Costa. You know, she, she wanted to make sure that it was cool, but she knew him. So um, when I finally finished the first draft of the book, I was like, okay, I'm fine. I, I, I finally, the curiosity has gotten the most of me. I really want to meet this guy. And uh, so she surprised me at the, on the very last day of that trip. Uh, she surprised me and there he was. And I met him. Exciting. <laughs> Love it. I know. So then he was like, wow, your story is so crazy. And uh, but yet, since, you know, all these people are here and they're all confirming it and everything, he's like, wow, like that is just weird and crazy and amazing. And he's like, how do I become part of this project? And at that point, I didn't have a song. I didn't even have that in mind. I just knew that my main character that, that had inspired was inspired by him was a singer in his high school band. So I said, you know, maybe, maybe you song. And, and he was like, yeah, okay. I think I could do that. I can definitely do that. So we started working on the song together. It was his gift to me because he was so honored to be my inspiration. And so I don't know, over the next five months, we worked on the song. We worked with lyricists, music producer. I got to go in the studio. 
I helped him with his English because it wasn't his English was a little spotty at that point. This is the spotlight with Tony Dierso. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from Alicia Helming, executive producer and best-selling author. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDurso.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash vision. Also, stick around to the very end for a little bit of Tony's time, where I give a word about your vision. And I mean your future vision. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. Today's show is with Alicia Helming, executive producer and best selling author. As a former student in screenwriting at University of California, Los Angeles, Alicia wrote a full-length feature film screenplay, The Green Warrior, in 2009-2010. All right, back to the chat with Alicia. So I really got to know him, and he's a great guy. And the song was amazing. We work with the top clarinet player in Greece. And so that's the instrumental that you hear. And it was really crazy. So we decided then that our mission was to bring the magic of Greece to the world through this inspiring young women's story with that cool science fiction, ancient secret backstory. And so together, we, uh, we all worked on creating this Footsteps in Athens film. So his, his record label at the time, Panic Entertainment Group, co-produced it with me. 
and we produced six short films that take you around where the characters go in the book ah, to the site. Okay, I got yeah. it. And by the way, that is such a great feel-good story. It's one of the best I've ever heard. I love that story on how you met him, how you created the character, the whole thing. I just zone into stuff like that. Absolutely love it. This is excellent. Yeah. Well, now you know why I have a TV show in development. So all right, it's all well, based one, on that. Now, one thing at a time, Footsteps in okay. Athens is a short film series, and, is, and that's already produced, right? It is produced, and it will be promoted more and more as, we, uh, as the book series gets larger. And where can people see that movie? Where is that available? Well, there's short films, and there's two of them that we're still waiting permits 18 months later from, from Greece. So that's the next minister that I need to get involved with is the Minister of Culture, because they're the ones that have to approve that permit. But once we do, we'll start showing it in the Greek film festivals around the country. And um, right now you can see four of those films at footstepsinathens.com. Footstepsinathens.com. All right, everyone, check that out. Now there's another TV series, which is upcoming. Is that right? The one called Meet Me in Greece? Well, it's under development, which means that we have producers that have we're under contract with. uh, But we don't have a network yet that has picked it up. Is there anything else you would like to say about that at all? Oh, well, it's based on that true story. So basically that story that you love, they all love it too. And uh, the producers, the main producers that we're working with are Trifecta Entertainment. Um, they're pretty well known in Hollywood. And it's, it's been an experience for me. It's kind of a dream come true to be able to meet with, to regularly meet with producers and, and develop a, a TV series that's a fully scripted, fully casted um, project. So it's really fun. Very much fun, yes. Do you have any other projects going on with the Greek <laughs> influence? You seem to be doing so much here. Well, I would say that my, my next books are the most important. Um, I'm working on books two and three right now, and both are set in Greece. And so once those are done, which I'm, I'm shooting for this year, so by next year, we should have the whole trilogy available. And that's when the movie deals start. We haven't chosen the studio yet that we're going to go with, but we um, will definitely start shopping more at that point. Or they'll be coming to us. I mean, I think they already are, but <laughs> I can't really say at this point. Understood. And again, yeah. for the audience, how can people get a hold of the first book, Protogenesis? You can find it on Amazon. Um, in October, I, I heard a rumor that it's going to be available in um, Barnes Noble nationwide. Um, we're doing a tour of 12 cities, I think it is, of Greek concerts. So if you're Greek and you go to the concerts in the main cities, we will have a booth. Um, I speak. I'm like a public speaker with my story, starting the first wind farm company in Kansas and then how to build your own media empire and the inspiring stories behind that. So I do a motivational kind of public speaking as well. Um, so the best place, though, go to, go to my website, www.protogenesis.com or my name, aliciahelming.com. I love it. All right. Um, I would say that, that my um, inspiration for Protogenesis Media, the entertainment company that has come out of all of this, is J.K. Rowling. Because if you look at what she's built, it's, it's amazing. Uh, she's got theme parks. She's got multiple books. She's got movies. She's got um, lots of people that, that uh, are inspired by her, that she's changing lives and she's doing great things. And so I think 
with a Greek twist that um, my goal is to become the next J.K. Rowling. And you're going to make it because you have the magic power. Well, I've written it down every day, so we'll see. <laughs> that It's going to happen because you, you do write it down every day. Yeah, exactly. Alicia, there was something else you wanted to say about this, please? Yeah. Um, so one thing that I forgot to mention that was also really amazing is, is that I used to be a ballet dancer when I was young. And it was one of the things that I wrote in my journal. And then um, it ended up happening. But then I, I ended up injuring myself and that ended everything. That's why I went into economics, which is really different. But um, anyway, uh, that was something I also wrote in my journal, which was, oh, I hope I don't get injured. And then, boom, I got I got injured. So um, years later, I, I had a ballet dancer. I had my, my main character in this book, Protogenesis, Helene, is a ballerina, like an aspiring ballerina like I was. And she's injured very much like me. And she gets over her injury a little better and differently than I did. But uh, because of that, uh, I befriended a uh, principal ballerina at the San Francisco Ballet who became a test reader for my book. And um, she and I became good friends. She really loved the book. And so she ended up flying to Greece to star in the music video with Kostas. So it's... Yeah, she's not Greek, so it was really nice because she and I are not Greek at all. We didn't really know about any of this before, you know, the culture or anything. And here we have Costa, and it's like a true international collaboration between America and Greece. Most excellent. Alicia, if anyone in the audience wants to get a hold of you, are you contactable through your site, AliciaHelming.com? Um, yes, or you can, you can also follow me on Instagram, uh, AliciaHelming underscore novelist. Uh, or on Facebook, I have an Alicia Helming novelist Facebook page or Twitter. I also have Alicia Helming there. Very good. All right. Well, we'll make sure that the audience gets a hold of you there. Once again, this is such an amazing interview with you. I learned a lot and I'm inspired. I've written some books and I'm doing TV, but you're on a whole new level. I just love what you're doing. Thank you so much for this amazing interview. Alicia Helming, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tony. All right, it's Tony's time, and a word on your vision. I mean your future vision. Well, what is a vision? You know, the dictionary states that a vision is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Think about it. All by itself, the vision is not an end-all. Instead, having a vision is actually the start of the entire process of your future success. Now, some define a vision statement as a picture of the company in the future. Others define a vision statement as only the inspiration for the company. This does get confusing right from the get-go, huh? This is partially why a preponderance of businesses actually fail instead of the plethora succeeding. Also, a vision statement often gets confused with the mission statement of the company. A vision statement often gets confused with the purpose of the business. Why does the business exist at all? Did you know that a majority of businesses actually fail? Really, a majority. You know, Bloomberg says 8 out of 10 entrepreneurs fail in the first 18 months. And a Harvard study says 3 out of every 4 venture-backed firms fail. And the SBA says that about 50% of businesses fail in their first 5 years. 
And how about a majority of other life's endeavors, such as personal relationships? Doesn't it seem that a majority of them fail also? Hey, if not, you'd still be with your childhood sweetheart, correct? By the way, a business is a relationship, isn't it? You know, your business requires you to have successful relationships with your employees, vendors, customers, and so forth. Well, what is the reason for this high volume of failed relationships? What's the common denominator? While there could be many reasons for this, there are some very definitive actions that must be in place to guarantee the success of any relationship, project, or business. In order to give any relationship a chance, you have to have basic, fundamental points in place to launch it, make it grow, and be successful. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. And as you've heard, I'm on television with the Tony D'Urso TV show. Check it out at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. I'd love to hear how you like it. And if you want to get on my show, fill out the form at TonyDurso.com slash Tony TV. And we're back with a quick word about your vision, and I mean your future vision. You have to be an effective leader in any facet of life that is important to you. You have to be an effective leader. 
And in order to be a very effective leader, you must know the following points. You must work them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other. And anyone involved, anyone, must know the following points and be in agreement with them if you are to meet with a high percentage of success. That is the crux of your relationship between making it or breaking down. Now, a vision statement tells those involved what you want to be. This is like a child telling people what he or she wants to be when grown up. That's a good analogy of the vision statement. And as you know, by itself it's nothing. By itself it means nothing. By itself you can be assured of a relationship failure. Do you know any child at all that actually and literally became what the child stated when very young? My point exactly. In order to ensure the success, health, and future vitality of your relationship, your life, your business, your projects, you need the vision map and all of the drilled down details that comprise it. The vision map has been missing until now. Growing a successful relationship, well, it's like a puzzle and requires multiple pieces to fit perfectly with it in order for this clear and beautiful picture to emerge. The vision map not only lets you figure out how you're going to be that person or be that business when you grow up, but it also tells those involved what you're going to be, what you're going to do about it, and how it's going to look. The vision map starts with the vision statement of what do you want to be when you grow up. The vision map is a culmination of my life's work. This map takes you through everything you need to ensure extreme success in any endeavor, in any relationship, in any project, in any business you care to undertake. And I do mean any. A successfully completed vision map will make your relationship or career shine greatly. A good vision map in place makes you a great, effective leader. I'm going to give you the full vision map formula completely free. And if you go to TonyDURSO.com slash vision, you can get the full ebook. Now, the vision map contains the vision, the purpose, the long-term objective, the master plan, which includes strategy and tactical actions, and it includes the breakdown of actions to take, also known as things to do list. You know, using the vision map, I took my first podcast, Revenue Chat Radio, to 500,000 downloads in the first year. And using the vision map, my internet radio show, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso, became the number one show on the Voice America Influencers channel in under six months. Using the vision map, I helped others achieve great success. One of my students went from a few product sales a month, just a few a month, and he went from that to nearly a dozen sales a day, a day. This student went from thinking about quitting that business at the beginning to now thinking about quitting his other job. And I do mean there were several times where this student just wanted to quit and go back to the corporate world. And I helped him navigate through to this amazing success. You know, and using this knowledge, I am with my wife for 25 plus years now, And that is an anomaly in this day and age. So what do you want your life, career, or business to really be? You know, head on over to TonyDURSO.com slash vision and get the vision map free. Do it now. Follow the steps. This will change your life dramatically. 
follow the steps and you guarantee yourself much success. And I want to once again thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you. Please come back and check out my other shows. They are all aimed at making you more and more successful. And please follow me on social media. It's Tony D-U-R-S-O on Twitter and Tony S D-U-R-S-O for Facebook and Instagram. Remember that S. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next episode. Until then, keep your focus on success, and we'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.